Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkes, and this is your best life defined. Is it getting better yet? Are you living your best life yet? I hope so. I keep working at it. I wake up every day and I, not every day, I don't wake up every day energized, but usually by the mid-morning I've got something to be energized about. Sometimes I have to change perspective. Sometimes you have to find some sort of source for your energy to make sure you don't screw it up and fall off in the pit and start thinking crazy thoughts like, woe is me. That tends to happen to me on occasion. About every, I was I mentioned a few podcasts back that I hadn't actually hit a low in a while. And they're getting shorter and shorter. But I think yesterday or the day before, I'm facing a bunch of stuff I need to get done. And it's all in the direction of things I want to do. But it's sucking. It kind of feels like it's sucking the wind out of me. It kind of feels like it's this futile effort that I keep going through, you know. But then I get back on it. I'm digging it again. I was sitting here thinking about um, Sandy and I. We're getting ready to head out. we got some things we want to do. And, and in doing so, we're making some decisions. And, of course, we had to have some conversations about that. And sometimes those conversations aren't easy to have. Sometimes we face hurdles and try and have to step back and ask ourselves questions so we can find common ground. And, and that's just part of what happens when you're in a relationship. And the ticket is when you're better at that, that's when you become more connected and it's easier to be nice and not only to be nice, but to do things for each other. When you're mad at your partner, you're not wanting to get them cold beer and fix them a nice dinner. You want to make them sleep on the couch and do their own laundry, right? But if you think back, if you think back when Sandy and I first got together before uh, we got married, man, there wasn't anything I wouldn't do for her. As a as a as a boyfriend, oh man, I spent all my time with her, holding her hand. Couldn't couldn't get keep my hands off of her. She's just amazing, right? And then as the uh, as the relationship evolved, and we have been together longer and longer. And of course, you know what happens. All of a sudden, life creeps in, and you're not doing date night anymore. In fact, you're not dating at all. You're two cohabitants in a house. Granted, you love each other. There's no issue with that. But the sparks, there might be some, in the, if you dig through the ashes, you might find some sparks. But most things are just one more thing you have to do. Can you imagine that? And I never I never imagined that would be the truth for us. But yeah, some things, all of a sudden, the things you do with your partner are just the things you have to do, right? Do you ever wonder what happened to Mr. Wonderful, Mrs. Wonderful? Life. Life. That's just, in fact, it's the story of our life. See, good, the amazing is only amazing as long as we haven't got it. Have you ever noticed that no matter what you put in your life, eventually it becomes normal? All those amazing things in your life, they just, after a while, they're just the the new norm? I mean, Sandy and I travel around the world and or travel around the country, and every time we show up someplace, we're really excited and energized by it. And depending on how we harvest our, our stay there, how we pursue our stay and how it looks that stay that amazing place becomes a new norm and when we're getting ready to leave by the time we're ready to pack our things up hook the rig up and head down the road we're actually ready to go now this might seem crazy okay so imagine being on uh, white sand beaches in miramar beach in destin florida in the middle of winter average temperature is about 68 70 degrees right can you imagine waking up one day and saying okay i'm done with this it happens well, when you think about your relationship, that same thing is true. All those things you do when you first get together, they're not sustainable because what happens as you get together and you spend time together and you start building your life, there are a lot of things in your life that get in the way of that. 
I mean, you're getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, fighting traffic, going to work, doing what you do, running from here to there on the way home. By the time you get home at 6 or 7 at night, supper to fix, kids to deal with. Maybe you get to hang out, have a glass of wine. Maybe you get a quiet conversation before you close your eyes. That Mr. Wonderful that you met and you married, they're, they're, they're still there. They're still there. They're just covered up with crap, just like you. They're covered up with a long list of obligations that the life they have chosen for themselves and for you have, have created. I mean, let's face it. How, how romantic do you feel after an 11-hour day of not being able to stop? A day so busy, you don't remember the last time you actually had time to think about you. You know, Mr. Wonderful laying over there at 1030 at night, too tired to watch the movie you're watching, over there making man sounds, you know what I'm talking about. Got the covers off, he's 15, 20 pounds heavier, he ain't quite as sexy as he was when you first got together. It's not all his fault. Now, if Mr. Wonderful's doing a bunch of crap that's contrary to what a good relationship would be and a good marriage would be, if he's a player, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a situation where you love each other, you have respectable boundaries, and the spark's just kind of gone. How do you get that back? How do you find Mr. Wonderful again? Well... When Sandy and I were making the transition, and I, I made a transition, I went from an angry dude, angry, hateful, shielded up dude to the most open individual you'll ever meet. I mean, imagine this. I'm sitting here talking about this to the world, right? The way I did it was I didn't tell my partner, Sandy, anything about what I was doing. I didn't get in a debate about, okay, now we're going to do this so our relationship's better. What I did was I just started becoming a better partner. I started being her friend instead of being an adversary opposed to everything she did and resistant for every request she handed me or she gave me. I just said, oh, sure, I volunteered for stuff. And when we had those conversations and she started getting upset like she, like she would because that's how it worked. I would get mad. She would get upset. There'd be some tears. When we had that, that difficult conversation or that difficult conversation started and I didn't react the way she expected me to react, it freaked her out. Instead of me getting all guarded, I said, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. What can I do to fix it? What can I do to help you feel better about this? It freaked her out. She was like, what? What? What do you mean, what can you do? Yeah, what can I do? I was her first responder. It works. It works. And the way it started for me was... The best way to be a best, the best partner you can be for the person you love is to become the best person for yourself. Apparently, after like 35, 32 years, I didn't have the tools. The same things I'd been using for all those years still weren't, wasn't working to make a relationship better. So for me, I went out and I started finding tools that I could use, and I tried this and I tried that. And one of the biggest tools I found was Brene Brown's book, The Power of Vulnerability. And when I figured out why I felt the way I did when my wife said the things she did and why I retracted and I withheld affection and I didn't be, feel inspired to make our relationship better, once I discovered the reason for that and I found tools to overcome that, guess what happened? Slowly, 
Mr. Wonderful started to appear. Now, Sandy might say, oh, you're not Mr. Wonderful, but really she thinks I am. <laughs> Comes down to changing you. Change you first. Be wonderful. It'll freak them out. Don't tell them what you're doing. Just start being nice. Because when you start doing that and then they look at you and they've gained that appreciation for you, you can ask them for favors. You can say, hey, would you? how about you try being nice back? Here, I'll talk to you about anything. We can work anything out, but you have to kind of, we have to meet on a level playing field because my goal is to have a wonderful relationship. My goal is to wake up every day and no matter what crap I face in my light, life, you are the shining light. You are that one thing I can count on to make me feel better to put fuel in my tank, to just spend time with so we can we can interact and we can find the value in this thing we're working so hard to build together. Kind of a novel idea. See, when you think about what happened to Mr. Wonderful, it's life. See, that's the sad part about this blueprint for the American dream is granted, agree with it or don't agree with it, there's not a lot of room for the individual in that, right? It's kind of hard to be an individualist when you follow the same pattern as everyone else. And if you think about what that pattern actually is, that pattern is a pattern of continually grinding it out. Grinding it out for the things we have and the things we want. There isn't any time in there for us. Sure, we might get a bike ride in, we might get a workout in, but how much time in the last in the last month have you spent learning about yourself and about how you can be a better partner? How you can be come to the table of your relationship every day and know that you have improved how you interact. Half the time we don't have time to think about anything except what is next. In fact, half the time we don't even sleep good because of what is next. Mr. Wonderful got covered up with crap. Mr. Wonderful has a backpack a mile high on his shoulders or her shoulders telling him and her where to be. Where do you got to be? I got to do this. I got to do that. Oh, you want to be romantic? You want to watch a movie? I don't have time to watch a movie. Life sucks now. I chose all these choices. <laughs> I'm not making fun of anybody. That's but that's, that brings reminds me of the most ironic thing that I've experienced in this whole quest. Because there's resistance to this. People don't want to hear that the choices they've made aren't the best choices. I mean, especially based on the idea that these are the same choices everyone else made, so they have to be good. Let me just give let you in on a little bit some a little something here. The number of people who make a bad choice is not going to make it a better choice. There are things about the American dream that are cool. But the one thing that isn't cool is the fact that for most of us, this choice, this thing we live, this, this template that we've followed, consumes every moment of our day. You don't have time to have an amazing relationship. Hell, you don't even have time to sit down and hang out and have a beer. You don't have time to be sitting there talking about feelings. What do you mean? Oh, you want me to just to hold hands and walk for an hour with you? I got time for that. I'm busy living this life I've been given. Is that kind of harsh? That offend you? Well, not trying to offend you, trying to get you to think. You see, you can you can have that whole thing. 
But the best plan would be for you to sit down with your partner and have the kind of relationship where you can sit down and you can say, okay, what do you really see for us? What really fires your rocket when it, when it comes to the kind of house we have or the things we have access to? And that's really what's important. What kind of things in your life as a, as a couple do you want to have access to? Sandy and I, we sat down and we decided we wanted to be able to travel at our leisure. We wanted to be able to kayak and mountain bike. And we didn't want to spend all of our time working for the things we have. And it's only by making that connection and taking that extra step to become friends where you feel comfortable and safe talking about scary things that your relationship gets better. And that's where Mr. Wonderful comes out. It's easy to, to be nice and to do great things for someone that just, just inspires you, that makes you feel good inside. Just being around them, just having them love you makes you feel good inside. When you're looking for Mr. Wonderful, he's still there. He's probably got a few pounds on him. Probably isn't quite as romantic as he used to be. But you have a hand in that too. I'll tell you what, here's the deal. Focus on you. Learn some new tools. Try some new things. Don't tell them about it. Just start being nice to them. It'll freak them out. They'll be like, What's, what are you doing? Extra effort. Kindness. Compassion. Consideration. And as you get better at being you, and they start trusting who you've become, they won't resist when you say, Hey, do you mind being Mr. Wonderful again? Do you mind smiling a little more? Do you mind stepping away from some of that stuff you think is so important so we can spend time together, quality time, date night, movie night, even if it's just on the couch with popcorn? I don't know. Something to shoot at, something to dream of, something to talk about. Because I'll tell you what, as long as your relationship is great, your life is great. As long as your relationship is headed in a positive direction, your life by proxy will be headed in a positive direction. Because it comes down to being able to communicate as a team, to be a team member, to value that person you share your life with more than anything else in the world, and to be willing to do anything for them. So, just my thoughts on it. I know coming up in January, I've been married 40 years, and it isn't because it isn't an accident. It's taken a lot of work, and as we approach that benchmark, I can tell you right now that I have never loved my wife more. We have never had a better relationship than we do today, and I'm thankful for it. And it all came down to me following the same advice that I'm giving you, and that is to take a look at myself and to try to become a better person and a better partner and open up the door on communication with your partner based on dreams. Not where you're at or what's already happened, but where you want to go and how you want your life together to look. You'll get there. I promise you'll get there. It works. Just commit to it. Commit to it and take action towards it. And before you know it, you'll wake up in the morning, you'll look over and guess what? There he'll be. Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, listen, I appreciate you showing up every day. Numbers are up and down. I'm not sure how this whole thing works. I imagine that maybe it's just possible that the world isn't ready for this. Hopefully it doesn't. everything doesn't blow up after I'm dead, you know, like Picasso and Monet and some of those famous artists. But if you like what you're hearing, please share it. Take a look at it. I do a YouTube channel as well that's basically the same information. You just get to see my ugly mug. Check it out. Um, I, I hope you'll return. I hope you'll come back. I'm working every day to get better at this. If there's something you want to talk about, if, you, if there's something you want to try and challenge me with, which I doubt. I don't think anyone's going to challenge me with a question about, about living your best life. 
but you can try send me a message uh any number of ways you've got access to me um thanks for taking the time i appreciate it it makes my life better i hope it's making your life better and until next time just remember today's your day make it a good one <laughs>